Mike Sleater with the My Two Alive podcast. It's Friday, September 22nd on the Gold Coast of Australia, and I'm back. I'm back from uh, my trip to Melbourne. I had an amazing uh, 17 and a half hour drive from the Gold Coast, uh, Queensland to Melbourne, Victoria, and everything in between, man. I got to use my badass van to its full capabilities as I... Took three Stark Vargs, one Intense Cycles Taser, and went on a road trip to meet with Motorcycling Australia to work on a project for Stark Future. Um, on the way, I uh, took full advantage of the time. Um, you know, I'm a father of three, a 12-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a nearly one-year-old. So life is hectic. We are busy, and luckily I have an amazing wife, as in Sarah, that keeps us all in line and in check. But on my uh, drive down there, I decided to break it up and utilize my time to explore some new trails, man. And if you know me, I like people, I like talking, but this was a good time for me to reflect uh, on myself, um, be alone a little bit, actually a lot while I drive, listen to some podcasts, and uh, yeah, just do some thinking and some reflecting on what's happening in my life and how to, I can be better, better as a person. Uh, I truly feel reflecting and working on myself has been a really good challenge and um, fun time for me to to be better, right? I used to, I've always tried to be better riding or testing or training, and those aren't as those things aren't as important to me now as just being a better human, a better person, a better dad, a better husband, better friend, a better coworker. So I kind of just drove, rode, slept, eat. And, and did it all. But what was really cool is I went to um, from the Gold Coast uh, in Queensland, across the border to New South Wales. Went to a, you know, sent a DM out or a story out on my IG asking everyone uh, if they knew of a cool place to ride between uh, Coffs Harbor and Port Macquarie. A guy came back to me with an epic location, uh, Jolly Nose. And um, I typically don't ride e-bikes a lot, not because I don't love them, just my crew of riding friends don't ride e-bikes. Um because they haven't tried one yet, or they'd be riding it more. But anyhow, um, I brought the Taser as my only bike, because I figured, I don't know where I'm going at these trail networks that I hope to ride at. And I, you know, got to it. Went to, uh, got a recommendation from a guy. Showed up at Jolly Nose in Port Macquarie, and went exploring, man. Unloaded it from a van, and just went off, followed some tips, looked at trail forks, looked at Strava, and had an unreal time. This was the ultimate like enduro mini DH downhill par- uh, park called Jolly Nose the Club. It was really late afternoon I went there, and so there's really no one there but a couple people. It's kind of creepy to be honest, not knowing the place, but because of the the intense taser, um, I was able to explore, um, ride farther, faster, <laughs> check it out. Don't get fitness <clears throat> fitness or time anxiety. Um, but yeah, the trail network, if you're in uh, Port Macquarie, Port Macquarie uh, New South Wales, I highly recommend checking it out. Great riding, great club it looks like. They hold the Rocky Trail Entertainment uh, Enduro, the Superflow Enduro there. So if you check, look the, for that on the schedule. From there, I plan on driving to, uh, you know, close to near Melbourne from that location, which would be another like 10 hours, right? And... Um, 11 hours, <clears throat> but I, I, I drove a little 
two hours south from uh, my ride, showered off the back of my van, got in the van, went to a rest stop, out of sleep, woke up on my way to Melbourne. I happened to be driving through a town called Galburn, and um, I see this epic track on the side of the road. I'm like, damn, I've heard about this track. So I legit went down the road 10 kilometers, turned around, came back, and just showed up at this local track that it was so rad. All fresh, really dedicated club members unloaded the Vargs and ripped it for like a couple hours. Came back in, charged my bike near the near the restroom on their power, met a lot of epic people, talked about the bike, and just had an ultimate fun day. The track was insanely fun. I highly recommend if you're in Goulburn or have a chance to go there, get out there. Very dedicated group of individuals. Um, yeah, and just, just a great place to ride. Good dirt, real hilly, fun jumps, triple step-ups, double step-ups, step-downs, sand whoop section. Really, really fun track. I highly recommend checking out Galburn if you're around the area or have a chance to ride it on a road trip. I know I'll be going back. So from there, I loaded up, decided to scratch my mountain bike ride, drove into Melbourne that night, woke up, went to Park 4 MX, Shane Boyd's track. Been seeing this since I moved to Oz, but Melbourne's such a far distance for me, and the chances of ride there were looking very slim. Um, but, man, I got to go down and spend some time with the – the motorcycle in Australia crew, some other riders, and Shane Boyd, and watching him flow around his tracks, incredible in its own right. I got to spend some laps in between work shifts, and what a cool place, man. Like a really hard-packed track where primarily it's like a skate park. I really haven't ridden anything like it. Like not a bump in some areas, just these super fun flowy jumps. Um, and then uh, the other parts, he's mixed in some sand into the clay, and it's had an amazing traction, bumps, and dynamic kind of riding that I personally love because it was challenging with good ruts. And yeah, if you're at, in Victor uh, in Melbourne and you want to ride a fun track for everything, flowy big jumps, some sand, some ruts, check out Shane Boyd's uh, Park Forum X. Amazing track, had a blast. Did a full day there, um, packed up. Headed back north, went to a couple dealers for Stark Future, and after in um, in uh, Albury, and went from Albury and went into a uh, trail network. Oh gosh, it's gonna it's gonna uh, slip my slip my mind, but something like Tin Can or I forget. Amazing like clay based DG, which I'm familiar with riding more of like a rock, you know, decomposed granite type soil. What I'm used to in California. Once again, the taser was the was the jam. I had it charging in my van, pulled it out full battery, and just explored. One of the local uh, um, employees from Buzz's Bikes, who uh, is a dealer for Stark Future, gave me some hot tips on the trail network, and it was well worth it. If it let me, uh, yeah, man, let me look through my Instagram here and look for the trail network because the trails, there was a pretty big, um, for, it's like, one big park, one side of the park had one one set of trails, and the other side of the park, Nail Can. So if you've been to Nail, check out Nail Can in Albury, highly recommend it. But there's two sides of it and not a lot in between. So I would definitely check out both, um, both sides of the park because it was really good. Um, steep, fast, flowy, amazing berms. Um, 
just really really fun place i i highly recommend it as a, as a place to ride it was uh really really good so if you're in the albury area check it out great place to ride mountain bike nail can good good trail network from buzz bikes kept heading north back home drove to newcastle to see the lusty crew where i took johnny mclean and his crew out to his friend briggsy's track what a day man such a fun track um briggsy has an amazing property with like a sand based kind of it was just the sickest dirt funnest track i actually have a real a real yeah that's a real um on my instagram of me doing a lap of the gopro um man it was it was a cool track check out my instagram and see uh the action from uh, a lap around that place super fun track when saw lusty uh that whole operation the import a range of products from crank brothers um their in-house brands albeck uh, maxima racing oils um just you know uh dd they're really a primarily a mountain bike focused brand uh importer that does a lot of moto as well core group johnny mcclain goes way back um Chorley designs don't want to forget that that's a big one they bring in um the list goes on and on check out lusty industries.com.au i believe or just com to know more about what they do but check out their place in newcastle man i'm a fan of newcastle the awesome crew there um you're doing big things, big, big things over there at Lusty. And uh, from a day, spending the whole day with them, then right around sunset, Johnny gave me a tour of his local spot, Glen Rock. Man, Johnny, screw you and your location. It reminded me of like a Santa Cruz um, on the water, beautiful, like trails onto the sand. Um, you see me and him doing selfies with the GoPro. Um, really, really, really uh, fun way to top off uh, midway back home. From there, drove up to Coffs Harbor to meet with the Mid-Coast Moto crew. Uh, Jacob there went for a morning ride um, in Coffs Harbor on some jungly, steep, techie trails that I was not that good at, but I had an absolute blast. Um, packed up, went back to the shop, gave the team a tutorial on the bike from at Mid-Coast of the Varg, loaded up, and then made the you know four-hour drive home from uh, Coffs Harbor and that's it. Sounds like a lot. Doesn't sound like it sucks because it didn't. How do you how do you make your job great? You make it great. You just make it happen. Have some good uh, breaks. Have some time, and do your job well. And it, it usually works out. So, yeah, man, that's been a that was my trip to Melbourne. Um, you know, I'm I'm stoked to be back in a groove. It took me a long time to get back in a groove from my trip uh, back to visit my family and friends in the states. Um, but yeah, demo bikes are coming into dealers for Stark Future. So God has my head and, and my keys just pounding, you know, I'm just really busy stoked for these dealers to get their demos. So if you're looking for to ride a bike in in the world, each dealer has demos. So in Australia, dealers have demos, check the store locator for all, all Stark Future dealers. They'll have demos that you can book in a ride. Um, yeah, check it out. Uh, some of my favorites in the states like three brothers that crew's got a uh, some demos they tag me in their posts i'm getting a lot of people tagging me in their stark future <laughs> posts so keep it coming I, I love to see it i'm proud to work for the company but speaking of rhythm back on the trail bike getting fit i missed the queensland state titles this weekend up in rockhampton but 
Just as you can tell by my schedule, I've been flat out. Um, Noah's finished outdoor soccer, started indoor this week. Mason's riding twice a week, and he's racing this weekend. So a lot going on in the world of Michael Sleater and my family. And, um, yeah, but before we get into the hot topics, SMX, MX of Nations, man, uh, Tyler Behrman's uh, event in Kansas. Let's uh, give a big shout-out to our sponsors that uh, keep this thing rolling. Keep me rolling on two wheels. Um, Intense Cycles, um, love them. They just launched the new M1 today in the U.S. Open of Mountain Bike. I personally love riding my Primer S. Um, I'm building up my Sniper T. They just got finished getting Cerakote and um, it's definitely been worth the wait. So shout-out to Intense Cycles. Get over to IntenseCycles.com. They have a range of deals going on right now. They have demo bikes for sale and a tab. Um, something for everyone. The 951 Trail, the all-new Alloy Taser, and the Carbon Taser. So pick your poison there. Really, really good stuff. Use Sleater, Sleater 10 for 10% off your bike at checkout or your parts and accessories. But like I said, they have some cool cool deals going on all the time. So check out IntenseCycles.com. Rhino Power, Ryan McCarthy, the whole crew over there. Been behind me for a long time. Um, support my athletic needs and the the fight of my life, fighting off old father time using the Gladiator protein. Of course, the hydration. It's getting hot over here in Australia, so if you're not using the hydration, you better be. And if you want to try it for the first time, use Sleater underscore 15 at checkout for a 15% off on Rhino Power. And, of course, Maximum Racing Oils, Ronnie, Trevor, Danny, the whole crew over in Santee, California. The Clan T over there um, producing the best lubricants and oils that money can buy. Factory Kawasaki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, and pretty much every team in the paddock within their engine, even though they're not running the sticker, I can tell you that almost everyone in the paddock's using their um, suspension fluid, using their motor oil. It's incredible product. Um, I wish they could market that, but they can't. Anyhow, Maximum Racing Oils. My favorite product right now is probably uh, the, the chain wax for the bicycle. My chain wax uh, it's getting it's pretty dry right now in Queensland, to be honest. We've had a very wet couple of years, but the chain wax keeps my, my bikes running smooth without a bunch of oily mess. So check out the moto and bo- mountain bike stuff as well as power sports. Uh, guys like Blake Wilkie. Doing Cindy things in his uh, all's four wheel adventure. So maximumracingwheels.com. You get them through Lusty um, over here, and of course uh, maximumracingwheels.com in America. Uh, Method Race Wheels, uh, Race Wheels Australia. Uh, they're a big part of my program, keeping my cars looking clean with some fresh wheels. Love that crew, Michael Taylor at Race Wheels Australia. And the whole crew over in the States. Deegan rocks them. If you're not rocking Method Race Wheels, you're pretty much a poser. <laughs> no. Epic Wheels. Um, great stuff for all UTVs. Um, just love those guys. Love the look. My VW Crafters got them. Um, I'm going to work on a new project coming up here. We'll be putting those wheels on it. But, yep, thanks Method Race Wheels for being a part of my program. ODI and the whole Lusty crew. ODI, the the you know the lock-on of choice. Moto, mountain bike, love my ODIs. Mason, thank God Mason has ODIs on his bike because I'm changing them like every two rides with ease compared to zip ties, I'm not zip ties, tie wire and grip glue on other types of grips. So check out ODI grips 
from Lusty or your local retailer. And thanks to Lusty Industries crew for supporting my my bike habits. It's been, uh, yeah, it's good. Love it. Love that crew. So here we go. On with some, uh, some bench racing. Got to love it. Last weekend we had SMX. And I'm late with this podcast this week. Podcast this week, so you probably already heard it. But man, what a what a race! Um, Hunter wins, Shimoto second, Deegan third. But it wasn't easy for Hunter, right? Like he was solid, um, he was uh, fast, but Shimoto had more pace and unfortunately had a mechanical um, and uh, had to limp it to the finish line. Deegan was under the weather, finished third, got the whole shot, kind of went backwards, and I was kind of wondering what was going on with that. But yeah, it was is interesting, right? The track was ext- it looked extremely fast. I um, I if you see my tweet, I think this is epic, man. I think these tracks are so good. I didn't say they're good to race on. I didn't say they're good to ride on. I didn't say they were challenging, but I think. The battle of bike setup per round, not having this cookie cutter setup and tweaking a couple clickers, but showing up and having to throw things at it brings a very cool complexity to the the race series. What's the best team to be able to adapt your setup, get your bike going quick? Something new, right? Yes, the tracks aren't tip, is, is exciting as other ones that we've seen or as challenging, but we're seeing riders that racing's tighter. I, I know we could work on passing and such during the race, but I'm a big fan of if the track's so easy, you should be the same speed as the winner. I said it last podcast and said it again. But don't whinge and complain about the track if you're not being easy, if you're not running the same lap times as the winner. You can say it's hard to pass on because if it's so hard to pass on and everyone's in one pace line, there's there you have something there. But... Big fan of the SMX stuff right now. I thought it was uh, a really cool cool layout and cool track. Um, from a fan point of view, you saw riders up in the front that typically aren't in the front, which is great. It gives sponsors opportunity for those small teams. It gives those riders confidence to run up front more. We're not seeing as many injuries during a race unless you're talking super mini. We'll get to that a little later. But um, yeah, 250F, Hunter wins, Shimoda second, Deegan third. They've all had little issues in this three-round series. Three-round series. Third round's coming up. Winner takes all between those three. It's honestly, it's, I love it. It's great. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm a fan, as you can tell. Um, R.J. Hampshire, um, Max Volan, Jordan Smith. I'm actually impressed, really impressed with Jordan Smith. He's he got bad starts, but he's a whoop guy. There's been no whoops in these tracks, and he's he's running some good lap times. But I'm pretty underwhelmed with. Honestly, everyone else. Like, I think everyone smoked. Uh, Ryder D, he's kind of came out of the woodwork a little bit better and, and done better for himself. But, like, where's Pierce Brown? Where's he at in this stuff? Right? Like, Cooper's been kind of blase. But Dylan Schwartz, he's running the flag strong, right? He's – this is a shout-out to him in 250 class for Barak Suzuki. This guy, you know, I'm not discrediting him bike. I'm sure it's Twisted's got that thing ripping, but – Dylan Shorts, shout out to you, bro. You're ripping. You're absolutely ripping. Um, yeah, Talon Hawkins, you know, 16th. I, that's underwhelming for a factory Husqvarna rider. Um, yeah, I think there's a. I think there could be more diversity where how easy these tracks are from like a technicality standpoint. Um, but it seems like there's a three three. Re- Three-horse race with Hunter Lawrence, Joe Shimoto, and Hayden Deegan going into the final round. Winner take all. 
um, I'm liking it from a fan standpoint. Um, it's just absolutely cool thing. I think the problem is these guys are smoked. It's been a long series. The, the money's not as intriguing as maybe some rest. So uh, I do wish that we'd know what was wrong with Shimoto's bike. I don't know why we're hiding it. We Everyone knows that those bikes aren't standard, so a modification can happen. Like F1 is right away telling us what's wrong. MX, M, um, MotoGP, NASCAR, engine failed. You know, don't we... I just wish we'd know. Like, I want to know why, you know, not because I, I mean, I, I just care. I want to know what happened. I, I, I love to understand. But props to Hunter. He's solid as a rock. He's trying to wrap up this 350 career with the win. Uh, Shimoto's caught fire clearly since Iron Man up front. He has more pace than, I think, Deegan might have more pace, but he's just got to get his health, it seems like, dialed. He's had a bad run since, basically, Dilla, where things aren't going is exactly his way. Um... Yeah, so good racing for the 250 class um, last weekend in Chicagoland. 450s, wow. Um, there's so much to talk about. Uh, Jet wins, Kenny second, Sexton third. But we all know the story is the, is the wave by. So let's dive into it. I'm a fan of Jet Lawrence, the Lawrence family, Hunter Lawrence, the riding, pretty much everything um, of what they do I'm a fan of. But that was that was poor poor decision no matter how you look at it whether he meant whether he was under pressure um whether he he did the big brain math whatever it was it was wrong um he he could have been have some more he could have been more humble jack could have been more humble and just maybe slightly pulled over, let Kenny take the win. But Kenny was ripping those scrubs over those jumps. He was pressuring him. He was on the gas. And who's to say? I mean, I just don't understand. Sexton, I'm mean, sorry, uh, Lawrence has had pressure all season with Sexton right on him, right on him. He doesn't buckle under that. So whatever has happened, happened. But I think he took away from Kenny's night about the baby gift, right? I think he knows that. I think we know that's what happened. But I think if he could change it, he would. He's a young rider. He's in the moment. The amount of people pulling him different ways. Let's let's get past this with this rider. This is a um, a very very special rider we have here. Let's not be too hard on him. I don't like it. I thought it sucked in the moment, but it happened. Let's move on. We need some. It's great to have the topics, and I know he'll learn from it. He's got great people around him, like Osho. Probably lit him up after that. Um, Sexton and Kenny are obviously not pro Lawrence because they are working together. They're training together. They have a a great vibe at their facility that they're riding at, um, and you know the confidence they get, they have, and what Kenny now has of passing Jet is is great. You do not want to give Ken Roxon any type of uh, edge, and he's got an edge. He hasn't. I haven't seen this fire in a long time, so it's really cool to see Kenny back in action. And Sexton was a third. You know, that's that was uh, him basically saying he wasn't feeling it. So it's weird. You got Kent, uh, Chase. It's very supercross type, type track with that one rhythm section dominates this track. Very, no supercross track didn't dominate. He got his ass kicked, really, and he said it, and he gave props to, like, guys, I wasn't fast as them. 
you know, he gave them glory, he gave them credit, and moves on to the next round to put something in there for himself. So I thought that was really, really cool and interesting. Um, not interesting, sorry. That was really cool that he was able to have the the confidence to give credit where credit was due, unlike Jet giving a baby gift to Kenny. But, you know, he's a young kid, and he'll grow. Um, and there's just so much to learn from that. Um, Aaron Plessinger, the fastest lap time of a moto. Wow. This, this MX of Nation confidence is really, really paying off for him. I, you can see the, you can see that the fire's real. He's leading the team, and um, yeah, Plessinger P4, Ferrandez fifth. Um, yeah, and Ferrandez is, yeah, he's he's doing it. He's he's doing what he can do with a, a six five. But I think he's, how far much fire can he have, knowing that he's you know it's, it's basically I think money incentive now. You know he's. He doesn't know where he's going next year, from what I understand. So he's stocking some cash, and good for him for able to use the Yamaha tools to bank some cash. But um, yeah, what a what a what a race! You know, Lawrence first, Kenny second, Sexton third, AP fourth, and Fernandez fifth. Uh, ran out top five of uh, Super Motocross. Want to shout out to uh, Nicoletti. That was uh, impressive, man. Um, there's what I'm talking about, about these tracks, giving riders that typically not have the confidence to run up front um, because of their nerves, because supercross tracks are effing gnarly, or motocross tracks with huge ruts are effing gnarly. Phil had the balls to get the whole shot, run up front, and battle, man. And he, You know, dude, the guy's just a legend. He's transparent, 7-9 um, on the day for 8th overall, and um, he beat Cooper, his buddy, Heads up, first moto, and you know you're seeing you're seeing some struggles right there. I think he, he might have been sick on that weekend, but I think this 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 series is could be detrimental for the confidence. I think for Cooper, I know he's headstrong. But a big off season after poor performance, you got to be that strong. Um, I think the bike looks good. I think uh, that reminds me. I got to text back my buddy Ricky Gilmore, who does his suspension and Eli's suspension uh, for for factory Yamaha Star Racing. He texted me today. He's an Aussie, and uh, I got to get back to him. So, Ricky, I'll get back to you tomorrow. Sorry, man. I've been busy trying to wrap this podcast before I wrap up my day. So, yeah, Cooper's got to get back on the horse and make it a freaking racehorse, not just a competing horse. Uh, going in this last round so he can end the year um, with some confidence. But SMX as a whole, I love it. Going in this final round, we are expecting more of a Supercross-type track. It's going to be dry. Um, it's going to be slippery. And it's going to be exciting. And and this brings out a lot of memories for me, right? Like, I was able to share. I was thinking about SMX Coliseum and what does the Coliseum mean to me. It means a lot. More than I actually even... Could imagine once I dove into it. I went to my first... I watched Brian Deegan ghost ride his bike in 97. I was 16 years old. I was going to a GFI Winter Series race the next day in Palmu, which is in um, Six Flags, near Six Flags Magic Mountain. And I had my box van loaded up, my brother, and I was just so excited to go. Left my parents in the ghetto of uh, L.A., Got a pit pass, went to the pits, frothing over teams like um, uh, Pit Pro with these nickel-plated bikes, Chris Wheeler riding those, Tyler Evans, 
just such a I was such a frother and still am and you know Kevin Windham's racing Deegan and Sean Palmer's qualifying for the night show at the Coliseum and all of this happened and I'm just, just reading cyclones every day and I'm watching and Deegan just rah, crowd goes wild Ghost rides his freaking Moto Triple X Suzuki off the finish line. I couldn't believe it. I was there. I did not even realize what an, I mean. I, I knew it was crazy and I knew it was cool, but the, how iconic it was. And my family was able to take me to the hood <laughs> to go experience that. While well, we all traveled in my box van the next day to sleep in freezing cold conditions to go race. Um, yeah, I can't even. I can't be more grateful to be experienced that. I was also at the Coliseum for Summercross shortly after that, where I watched, um, you know, Tim Ferry win and other riders race and McGrath not win for once. And I got to race amateur today the next day, and I was so pumped. I got to go up the peristyles, come down the peristyles, and just like what a cool thing you know as like i said a frother of the sport as such a passionate guy i believe i won i was riding really good at that time like there wasn't a ton of competition mcgavers weren't there the hamlins because it was kind of like an amateur day not that important but like i'm so pumped my dad was like this could mean something to you one day possibly and took me and um i got to race la coliseum on a yz125 and yz250 and the, all the while i'm thinking don't be larry brooks and clip your hand the bar across the uh coming out of the peristyles because that would be nasty so if you want to see the crash get over to youtube youtube larry brooks yes he's the team manager for uh um ken roxon and former mcgrath former reed former bubba he's a legend but youtube larry brooks crash at la coliseum you're in for a treat um and then going back again i watched brian deegan again do a 360 and um, Pastrana do a 360 on uh, at X Games, and that was a huge crowd when X Games was legit with free big old freestyle track, um, track sorry course, um, just it was rad. LA Coliseum is an iconic place. Super Motocross is going back there. Can't wait to see it. I really feel that I I, I put my money on Deegan for the win. I'm, I'm doing it. I think the energy, the synergies are too too. There's too much going on for it not to happen. Um, but in all reality, out of those three guys, they're all great. Stoked for all three of them. We got a good race on our hands, but I think Deegan's going to take it based off the synergies and, and, you know, the pressure, he really handles pressure well, I think. Um, 450, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and, and, um, I'm going to say Sexton's going to wrap this thing. I think it's going to be more super crossy. He's got his mind right. I think he's going to do it. Um, I think he's going to do it. I think, I think. Chase is gonna just stamp it, right? I think I think the pressure of uh, that Jets, you know, um, feeling possibly in the emotion of last week's mistake could be the most to get the best of him. And I think Kenny's not quite there. I think he's getting there to run those laps, but I think Chase's confidence on a Supercross bike, his laps are on the Honda. Also, we know he's going KTM after this, so that's really cool. So, yeah, that's it, guys. SMX, pretty amazing uh, series so far. As you know, I'm a fan. Um, DM me what you think. Tweet me. I think it's it's a pretty cool uh, platform, and hats off to them. On to some other topics that are, uh, you know, I'd like to talk about Red Bull Imagination, Tyler Behrman's uh, thing. It's going on again soon. I don't know exactly, but I've been seeing some leaks of some, some – they're prepping the track. Uh, Baker – 
Aaron Baker, not Aaron Baker, maybe Aaron Baker. Anyways, Baker, not Baker. God, I'm stumbling here. Track designer, <laughs> maybe it's Baker. He's uh, redoing the track or course. God damn. And um, it is, that is wild. It is a wild, wild uh, thing. That is kind of similar to OG freestyle, like what was in Coliseum and next game. So look for that to come. Bearman is a hard-ass worker. Um, I think there's a new crop of free riders coming out um, or that are being shown here to compete in these events, and it is badass. Um, big fan of it. It's huge. I hope it's more, like, it's hard to watch it, so look for streams or YouTube or just follow TB's um, Instagram. He does a good job. Um, and MX of Nations coming up, right? we got a couple weeks. And um, being in Oz, I was very connected to what, was happening and I do feel that Australia's got probably the strongest team with the Lawrences and now Dean Ferris going. Um, the American team AP's ripping. I don't know about Christian Craig um, and Hampshire I'm not confident at all although I love his passion and his energy. His history does repeat itself. Um, I hope it can stay off the ground and um, like I'd hate the hate. I don't like the hate comments of B team and this. These guys are willing to race. Let's get behind them. Um, it's a big process doing this. That's a big expense. Um, but I I do put my money on Team Australia. Dean Ferris is a he dominated the outdoor nationals here in Australia. Um, obviously, Jet dominated that nationals in America, and Hunter pretty much dominated through the series. In America. So, how do you go wrong with that? There's no slouches here in Oz when it comes to outdoors. Dean's been to Europe. He understands the process. He's not looking to use MX of Nations as a, as a, as a trampoline to get back to the States. He just, you know, he's probably going to ride for CDR next year, I bet. I'm assuming he was on a um, Brisbane, Motors, Brisbane Motorsports, kind of Mike Ward-tuned uh, YZ450 that really just dominated the, 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 the paddock and uh, that goes to show you that new YZ450 is a good bike in stock form um, they had limited resource and shows how capable motorcycles are now um, really cool yeah that's that that that's going to be a good one um, you know France is going to be tough but I do feel if Christian Craig he said you know in his, his vlog I did watch a bit of it that he's going to ride with a chip on his shoulder I don't think that's personally the best race way to race I think you're going to let your emotion take over. I think it needs to be lap by lap, rut by rut. It's going to be a hard pack track. Christian is a good starter. If he cannot let his pride get in his way, I mean, not that he's pr too proud or arrogant, he's just putting his laps in and understanding what he's racing for. RJ just needs to stay off the damn ground. He's got enough speed to do exactly what needs to be done, but just needs to stay healthy. And I think AP is going to... Unlike his last appearance at MX Nation, he's going to be the rock. I think this guy is really um, a crowd favorite. He, I'm a f huge fan of all three of these guys, but AP is just in a class of his own. So, yeah, MX of Nations is absolutely going to be it, one that we're going to be on the edge of our seat on. As the underdogs with the 1-2-3 plate with Team Australia, um, you know, my kids can root for both, both countries. <laughs> my wife can as well, being a citizen of both now. But what a what a we have a lot to look forward to, um, a lot going on. Um, props to Adam Bailey. I I don't know if I mentioned in the last podcast, but he's gone on a few pods being vulnerable um, about the return of World Supercross. So that's cool. That's happening. Um, 
and Joey Savacci dropping on Pulp and Max as building my new BMC or new painted BMC in my garage last night listening to Pulp and I heard that announcement which badass for Triumph. Joey's a unique rider. He's gone through a lot of um, growth as a human. Um, Joey wasn't a big fan of me. I think back in the day when we were when I built the Orange Brigade uh, factory racing team for him once JDR pulled the pin. Um, but catching up with Joey a couple times, um, I've grown, he's grown. I've become a fan of his way of doing things. He's true to himself. I do think he's the most underrated rider in the paddock. Um, and timing hasn't been on his side, I think, mostly. From Factory Kawasaki dumping him for Adam coming up. Not that that was a bad decision, just just timing's been rough. Um, you know, the, the Joe Gibbs Suzuki... I mean, the list goes on and on and on, but I still feel we'll have the we'll see the best of Joey if the team appeals for Supercross, which I hope they do, to let him in. Um, yeah, so thanks to Pulp, his crew, for um, he doesn't like me, but yeah, I love the content they put out. I know they're in it, so I do listen to them to to hear some news, um, being a world away. But all I can say is, uh, congrats, Joey Savacci, well deserved. Um, another person getting a job because of another manufacturer coming in. Um, and yeah, things are happening. Lots going on. Um, but yeah, that's been a, a week in my two wheel life. A lot going on. I'm going to head to the races tomorrow with Mason. Noah's got soccer camp and I'm going to take a day to be a dad and not, a, not do something, uh, for myself other than, you know, fill the bike up and support my kids. So until next week, folks, hang on. SMX is going to be wild ride. Thanks for tuning in to a, my, another, my two wheel life podcast. Cheers.